Hi everybody, this is Nancy Miller from My Creative Life and I am here today with Robin Mallory. Actually, I'm in her studio space, okay? So Robin is a fellow graduate student in illustration at the Savannah College of Art and Design and she's also a painting major, double major here. So, hey Robin, how you doing? I'm great, how are you? Good. Um, thank you for returning as a guest on my podcast. And I really have enjoyed watching how Robin organizes her space. So she is going to provide us with um, some tips about how you can organize your studio space to optimize it for better workflow and production. So yeah, Robin. So, oh, first, let's, before we go into the tips, Robin, can you tell us a little bit about yourself just for the repeat, for the people who are new? I am a busy mom, student, graduate student, love to do the art, but never seem to do anything that's not project-based. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and I just enjoy having an organized space. It helps me think better. Yeah, I wish you guys could see this, but she has all these cute little plants. She's got like the little, like she's got a really pretty easel and then her drafting table and a lot of um, things that help her stay organized so it's a really lovely space um, but can you like kind of go like we'll go through maybe like your top three or five tips I think my top tip of, of all of it is just to have like items together okay like I have large plastic bins but they're I have them all facing the same direction all labeled and so when I have like items, I put all of my colored pencils in one container, I put all of my acrylics in one container, all of my oil mediums in one container. Um, it just makes it easier for me to pull out one or two containers when mm -hmm. I need them. And um, I also, within those containers, make sure that everything is good condition, they're all I don't have broken pencils, yeah. that kind of stuff. So the, the like items together along with good condition. So no junk drawer. No junk drawer. In Robin's uh, studio I have space. no junk drawer in my entire house. Oh man, that is amazing. Like <laughs> I have like more than one junk drawer in my home <laughs> and like a couple in my studio space. But like, so when you organize, cause I wanted to deep dive as far as inside your bins, like, how are you organizing? If it's all color pencils, are you so OCD that you're, in a good way, OCD in a good way, that you're organizing like colors of the rainbow? Are you by brands? By brand. Because okay. like I have um, ink tense pencils mm -hmm. that are slightly different, but I still put them in there with the pencils. And I have the, um, you know, different types of brands because the brand themselves have different kinds of makeup. Like some are more waxy than others and you don't want to use one that's waxy and then think you're going to put something over top of it. So I try and keep the brands together because they, they behave better together. Mm -hmm. um, I also am kind of OCD. Like I do keep them um, together because when you draw up a pencil, the inside lead breaks. Mm -hmm. And so you can sharpen it, sharpen it, and it'll break, sharpen it, sharpen it, and it'll break again. So I try and keep them together. I try and keep them contained so mm -hmm. that I, I do treat my art supplies like they're my darlings. I do. Yes. I'm guilty of that. I have paintbrushes that are 15 years old. and They so still work, though. They still work. Because you're taking care of your supplies. And mm -hmm. so when you have your bins and you have them organized in this way, what is, you know, what is the benefit of that? Like for the person who's been just like throwing their, in a pile, 
what has been a noticeable benefit about keeping things organized? Setting up and taking down is faster. Okay. I can keep my space cleaner. For me, that's important because I, I have such an issue with focusing sometimes because okay. I have so much going on that I need to be able to, to set up really fast and tear down really fast. Yeah, I can't have my cat walking across my acrylic paints. You know, yeah. it's one of those things where so I can't leave it out. Um, not all the time. But it makes it the process faster, but then it also makes the quality of the material that I'm using better. You don't have to buy the most expensive art paint or mm -hmm. brush or pencil or anything like that as long as you take good care of the stuff that you have. Mm -hmm. So I have, I open up my, my bins and I have the collection of all of my pencils there. So I know that I have enough of variety that I can complete a piece from start to finish and not have to go to the store three times to find gotcha. something. That's a good point. Oh, that's a good point. I started doing some of your organizational tips, and I think one of the byproducts which I really enjoyed was I could find stuff. I know that seems so obvious, but it was like I couldn't find things because I would use it once, not necessarily put it back in the same place, and I was like, I know I bought one of these already, and I cannot for the life of me find it. And so now I have, um, they're not as neatly labeled. I just used a piece of drafting tape and <laughs> used a Sharpie marker, but I did write what is on there. And then I've been trying to teach my son. I was like, so if you come into the studio space, you look and read, and you can find what I, what I need you to get. So I think um, time, I think that has been a big saver because I would literally tear apart my studio space for like a specific kind of ruler. Like I had a graphic designer's like uh, ruler so I could check point sizes of like type and I was looking for it and I knew I had one and I'd, I'd had one from undergrad and I kept it and I could not find it. I, I think I spent 45 minutes looking and then I just gave up. I literally gave up and then I just ordered a new one off of Amazon. So it's like I, I think you, you bring up a good point about doing these things so that you just you save time. You're you know if you're busy you know like you said you have a lot of responsibilities you have all these things going on limited time so and the time saved actually helps you uh, with creativity mm -hmm. because that you're not sitting there struggling and putting off that creativity because you can't find something you're not sitting there with you know wishing you had this specific red pencil or red paint tube and you can't find it because it's mixed in the wrong area nice so yeah it kind of helps with the flow of the creativity as well. The whole zen, zooming, whatever, you gotta get in the like zone, zone and, you know, you can't just go in there and be angry and paint unless you, you like painting angry, but <laughs> it's, you know, it's one of those, the, the area that you're in has a direct reflection of how your thoughts are. Like if you have a cluttered space, you have a tendency to be a little more cluttered in the mind. Um, I used to not be so organized. I wasn't always organized. Wow, it's hard to believe that. I was a, um, my early adulthood, I was extremely haphazard with my art supplies. Mm. And after having to replace, you know, expensive pencils and expensive tubes of paint, I, I eventually just figured out that I am too cheap to repurchase things repeatedly. That's a good idea. So, like, 
I feel like if people could see this, they would be like, I would pay for that service to have everything organized <laughs> and labeled and neatly. Like, you know, I don't know. That could be a future service. I'm hired. I'm for hire. Like, you can hire me. I'll organize like, your art studio. It's so nice and neat and organized. So, like, what's your second tip that you could Having us? everything within a, a arm's reach. Like, oh. the reason I, I organize my stuff the way it is is because... You can view all my paints, and then you can see all my pencils and, and markers. And the reason I have them organized in that way is that further back, where I have to move the rolling cart, mm -hmm. I don't use that stuff as much. Mm. So the, I use it by precedence. So the stuff I use the most is on the easy-to-reach, and then further back, it's not quite as, um, as easy to access. I mean, it's easy enough because the cart that's in front of it is, is got wheels. But I also use a lot of stuff that has double duty. Mm. So, like, uh, I turn tables, the utensil holders, that kind of stuff. They're, mm. they're very helpful in, in because I can organize everything and then turn it as I need it. Mm. And then if I use my easel, it's right next to my drafting table. I can flatten the drafting table and use that as my um, place to put my palettes and stuff like that while I'm painting. Yeah. And there's a lot of, like, kitchen canisters and stuff like that that you can use in the studio. And you don't have to do it expensive. It can be cheap. It just has to be organized. Um, I was gifted a label maker, which is why everything is labeled. Oh. So I strongly believe in having things labeled because then you don't have to tear apart everything to pull it out. And so if everything's within arm's reach, you can see what you have without even having to move anything. I don't ever put anything double deep either. Oh. So if it's that one item, it's uh -huh. that item all the way back. Oh, that's a good idea. So that it's consistently the same and everything gets put back in the same. Right. And you're just easy to find it. Oh, that's nice. Like, I don't know that I'm as good about not doubling back because <laughs> I'm kind of like, oh, this someone Like, some things, I don't know why, but they don't really necessarily relate in my bins. Because, like, I have some photo equipment that's in there. But then I have my drawing. I think sometimes I've been putting things by how often you use them. So I do agree. That really helps, like, the frequencies. Like, I know I'll have to use this every single time, so I'm going to put it right there because it's just easy grab-and-go <laughs> and things like that. Other things that could be better, because I think I still have them haphazard, but um, I just really love, like, she has clear bins, which is great, so you can just see right through the bins and know, okay, that's what it is. And then you found these perfect... Um, I don't know. Are they cubes? These? They're art bin cubes, and oh. the um, the plastic containers are uh, called double deep art bin, mm -hmm. and they're specifically made for those for those cubes. I mean, it was a little bit oh. pricey because I used to use the plastic shoe boxes from mm -hmm. like dollar store. Oh yeah, they're not that great. They're not that great, and they have a tendency to. By the time I replaced four or five of them, I, I could have spent a little bit more money and got the art bins. These have been around for a couple years now, so nice. I just find that it's easier. I also, I don't, I'm really terrible at cleaning my palettes. Oh, really? So I, I do have a tendency to have several palettes. And mm. so what I do is I dedicate them. I know one's going to be for watercolor. I know one's going to be for oil. Uh, one's going to be for acrylic. When I oil paint, I use a lot of oil paint. Okay. And so I have more than one. So I, if I always have a fresh palette uh -huh. that I can mix on. Okay. And, you know, having those labeled in with the art supplies as they, as they go helps as well. Because then I can just pull out the palette, pull out the associating bin, and 
go from there. Nice. Cool. Wow. Yeah, it's really organized. I just have to say, I like, I, I admire, I go like, oh, wow, everything's so organized. And you have a limited space, too. Five by ten. So that's yeah. really impressive. So yeah. what's your next tip that you would give? I would say that periodically going through and purging, because mm. markers dry out, mm. you know, the eventually the colored pencils become so waxy that they don't have the pigment. It becomes unstable after a while. Um, I do, you know, it's just regular routine, I guess, maintenance. Mm. And then I think one of the other things that I, I have found that works for me is after this Zoom obsession for the last year and a half, I can't sit for very long. Mm -hmm. So I've made everything in my studio adjustable to either sit or stand. Mm -hmm. I prefer standing when I draw because mm -hmm. I feel like I get more movement with my arm if, if I'm drawing for painting. Mm -hmm. If I'm drawing for illustration, that's different. It's yeah. very kind of concise and I can put the drafting table up. A lot of my equipment is double duty. So oh, That's awesome. So everything has more than one function if you can, you can help it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I do agree like having standing or sitting like I got a standing desk and that's really improved <laughs> that shows my age but the back pain that I've been going through and my neck pain I was like oh my goodness I cannot do all this sitting and leaning and so the standing desk and I got a, a tabletop easel so that's made a huge difference and so I use it whether it's for my Cintiq or I'm just using it for drawing either one that makes my neck is so much better now for that because it was really painful. I was like, man, I can't do these long hours like that. We were talking. I was talking to the painting professor in yeah. the last open model, uh -huh. and I had made that comment that when I was in illustration, yeah. I got into the habit of not standing, uh, and I would not step away from my work enough, yeah. so I would miss little things in the mm -hmm. beginning stages where I could have fixed it, and became too much of a hassle to fix in the end. Whereas in with the painting predominantly stand when I paint. Mm. So it, it, it does make a difference on the space. I also think the space is comfortable. Mm -hmm. Like gotcha. I feel like if you have a studio space that you enjoy going to, okay. I guess this will be another tip as well, but if you enjoy the space, then okay. you're willing to go to that space and spend five to 10 hours in there. Nice. And so I, you know, I have all my plants as my darlings and, you know, I, I try and keep them, although three of them have been sacrificed this past quarter. Oh, really? But yes, three died. <gasps> such a shame. Because you take such good care of your plants. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of, I guess if you know me, like I kill plants. <laughs> like it's like a, I don't know, it's pretty much a bloodbath like a with me. hospice for plants. Yeah, that's the way that, well, I, I have now fake plants. I know it's so <laughs> cheesy, but I go like, I get the aesthetics, but I never have to water them and I don't have to worry about them dying on me. But you have live living plants and they're very um, cute and placed all over, all matching. The little planters are all matching and everything like that. Very that nice. was by accident, actually. Oh, really? It wasn't oh, intentional. It was, it was um, I bought three of them at a time yeah. and I guess I'm just attracted to the simple shape of the hanging basket. Yeah, it works great. I mean, it's a really inviting space. So I think I totally agree if you like it, because like there'll be days I'll be like, oh, it's a mess in there. I don't want to go in there because I got to clean it. And it's that idea that, um, you know, something you don't like to do. And it should be always something that you want to do and go back to. So, yeah, it's great. Lighting is also important because mm -hmm. I have a, um, it's like, it's 
mostly north facing. Okay. So my light is not direct in, unless it's first thing mm -hmm. in the morning, and it's only one window that is super bright. Mm -hmm. So the the lighting is really really important to have for the artwork as well. So well, that's a good point too. It always shifts with the lighting, the way mm -hmm. you look at it and stuff. So. It changes the color. It changes just mm -hmm. the overall image over time. You can tell if you've had inconsistent lighting throughout mm -hmm. the process. So um, it's just I, I try and and just make it an environment that I like being. Yeah, that's so. a good point because we spend a lot of time in our studio spaces and. Man, I, I don't know. This past quarter, I spent a lot of time in my studio space. I don't feel like I came out. It felt like I was in a hobbit hole, but it is it is um, someplace you want to spend time in. I've found that um, I'm a little bit less on the aesthetics, but it's got to be really functional and like as, more, as much as possible functional as possible. But I do probably need to go through and weed and get rid of things, so... I do go into my studio some days dragging my feet. Like mm -hmm. I, I like a petulant child. I don't mm -hmm. want to go in there. I don't want to be in there. I'm like, this mm -hmm. just, do I have to do this? Mm -hmm. And then there's other days where I go in and I'll just sit there and enjoy it. Yeah. It's like a, a separate space. I have floor pillows that I mm -hmm. put in there that I kind of sit amongst my plants and, and just enjoy the moment. And, but it is, it, it, the space has to reflect the artist, I think, and not necessarily, um, a bad thing. It just has to be something that's comfortable and, and as enjoyable as, you know, any other living space that you have. Oh yeah, it's funny. I This is off topic, but I was looking at some pictures because I wrote a, a little short paper about Francis Bacon in my mm -hmm. contemporary art class. Man, that guy was a hoarder. I was like horrified. I was like, if Robin saw these <laughs> pictures of his studio space, I mean, literally floor to ceiling, just sometimes like just I don't know, like trash? I don't even know. Maybe just, it was just like, I go like, whoa, he's like the hoarder of artists. I mean, it makes beautiful paintings, but I go like, oh my gosh, I couldn't even like imagine walking in and out. It was like literally, I think he had like a little path that he probably just to physically get in and out of his studio space. My great uncle's studio was like that. Oh. Yeah, yikes. it was, um, he was a sculptor, so it was even worse oh. because of the amount of, stones and tools mm. and, and stuff like that he was uh, worked in stone and in bronze oh wow so i was i've seen pictures of a studio that was pretty bad i couldn't go in yeah wow that's kind of crazy but uh yeah is there any other tips from that i just i think that's it i mean i i mm -hmm. you know I, you see the space it, yeah it, <laughs> it, it's it's comfortable yeah. it's easy to keep up with it's something that I, you know, I enjoy having, and so it's just cool. one of those things. I think everybody needs to just have their studio space, a space that's you know, clean and functional and comfortable. Great. Well, on that note, we're going to end this uh, podcast um, episode. Um, thank you guys for listening, and where can people see your work online? Hopefully by the winter. Mm -hmm. I will be having my website up, and I'm... I will definitely inform you of the link when I get it. I had taken it down for, for changing and oh, sure. adjusting. And because I changed my major, I also changed what my portfolio looked like. That's cool. That's okay. So, or I double major now, so that has to reflect that in the, in the website. Yeah, what about your Instagram? People can go to that. My Instagram, 
I should know this off the top of my head, but I don't. I think it's R.G. It is R.G. Mallow. Oh, okay. R.G. M-A-L-L-O. Okay, guys, so check it out. Do you have pictures of your studio space in here? Not yet. I think I actually will. Oh, yeah. Add some pictures of your studio space so people can check it out. I'll put a link in the description box, guys, for her Instagram. You can check out some of uh, Robin's work. And uh, thank you so much, Robin, for being on this episode. Thanks for having me. All right, guys. Thanks. Bye.